0: Oh yes, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans, we're back! And do we have a treasure for you? (laughs) We went back to the early 2000s action movies and raided a few tombs, and what do you know, we found Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews.
1: Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure.
0: Yes! Ooh. Oh yeah! Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, that was was that two puns technically in the opening? We'll call it that. We'll call it yeah, that. That's a treasure puns.
1: A treasure. You can't have three
0: puns in an open. It Mm-mm. doesn't work.
1: People tune out of me. Just
0: wait till you see our intro video. Today. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
1: It was a doozy. Yeah. No spoilers.
0: Um, we're back barely. I still have a lingering cough. Jesse apparently is impervious. I'm and, at full health. He's at full health. So uh, if you hear a cough drop jingle jangling around in my mouth, or I cough. Uh that's what happens iTunes, but uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, then you don't care you get to still look at our uh somewhat masculine faces. anyways, hey, I'm your host Ben Begley at the Ben Begley and working and with me as always is Jesse McIntosh! Hi, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. at too much, Jesse. I liked your reaction to my I couldn't figure out what to, how to describe us. And I love that I landed on somewhat masculine. Yeah, that's
1: that was your instinct. You were like, I need how can I best describe the two of us together as an
0: average? My my instinct is to self deprecate, but then I just kind of dragged you along with the self deprecation. Drag, but
1: also like since you were dragging me, I feel like you didn't want to go the full self deprecation. So you like middled it a little bit. Yeah. Somewhat masculine.
0: Yeah, so there we go. I'll take it. Somewhat masculine. That's that's, the nicest thing anyone said about me that's today. That's something. So, so uh, yeah, we're doing Lara Croft, not Laura. No nope. Lara. Lara. Lara Croft Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. uh, the 2001 action classic by Simon West, starring Angelina Jolie. Uh, I brought the video game, just I don't know why, to show I'm nerdy and and just for more product placement. It exists. Yeah, there it is. But this is this uh, then. So this Tomb Raider. Just just before we get started. Yes. I guess we are. Starting. We're already. Starting. We're already started. Yeah. Before so we get started, a little on... a little bit after we get started. A preamble yeah. for today. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So uh, Lara Croft, Lara, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, uh, was based more closely on the PlayStation One, PlayStation Two Tomb Raiders, where um, Lara Croft was uh, gigundo boobs, uh, um, very sexualized, very much a thirteen year old's fantasy. Would you say somewhat feminine? Somewhat feminine okay. now, I would say somewhat <laughs> misogynistic Gotcha Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. But I remember being like a 13 year old kid And getting Tomb Raider And being like oh my god this is everything I've ever wanted Because when you're 13 Like we've talked about 100 times on this show mm-hmm. We didn't have internet porn nope. So the coolest thing I had was Lara Croft Running around shooting guns And this movie very clearly um, Plays up the sexiness Sometimes to ridiculous degrees Yep And don't get me wrong, Angelina Jolie is super sexy in this movie, but I'll just skip right to it. The shower scene is fucking ridiculous. Sure. It's like a softcore porn shower scene or a really sexy dove soap shower scene with no nudity. So it's just like her hair flipping around a whole bunch and her... Staring seductively, presumably at her tile, because maybe she's just like, "Yeah, I like that tile." She just got it redone. She just just got a backsplash put on the shower. Like, "Mm, just on the remodel. She flips her hair up. That looks nice. Yeah, that scene's ridiculous. Yeah, because she had Um, seen
1: it without the steam. Yeah, but she was like, "Now I'm seeing it for the first time." (laughs) The way it was meant to be seen. Yeah, and I like it even more.
0: So this movie was very—it's tongue in cheek. It's—it's—it feels like a '90s action movie still. Uh, and, and Chris Stuckman who also does a bunch of movie reviews made a good point I wa- I was watching other reviews on this on the new Tomb Raider and he brought up the old one and how uh, after 9-11 happened this was like the last 90's action movie after 9-11 happened action movies got more serious because it reflected our times where like it reflected a more gritty scary reality you know but, but yeah. pre-9-11 action movies were way goofier now we're getting back to kind of goofy action films again which I like so there's a lot I love about this and a lot that's really silly. Um, the new movie, however, is based on the the reboot of, oh, okay. of the game. I, I was, you were like indicating that this oh, was no, the no, new no. movie, and I was this like, This is the two thousand thirteen reboot the movie. of but the this game. This is
1: what the new movie's based off yes. of the PS4. Game. So they
0: yeah. they reduced her breast size to a normal size that didn't look cartoonish or as if Stormy Daniels is playing Lara Croft. Sure. And they made it a more gritty, realistic adventure, and I hadn't even played this until I went and saw the movie last Friday, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It's it's the best video game movie I've ever seen, which is, we've already talked about, a super low bar to clear, Yes, but it's a lot of fun, it has tons of problems for sure, but Alicia Vikander's awesome as Lara Croft, and it's a great origin story. If you have seen it, uh, tweet at me. Let me know what you think. I, I don't want to go into too much because it's only been out for like four days, so I don't want to spoil it. Um, but yeah, so it, it's based. The new one's more gritty and real. This one's more campy and um, sexualized. I hadn't seen this since it came out, mm-hmm. and I I still really enjoyed it, even though it's super silly. I thought it was a lot of fun, though. Granted, there's a ton of problems, and I remembered how the dude that plays Jorin—I think that's his name—on Game of Thrones. Yeah. Thank God he got Game of Thrones because that poor guy has only been in shitty movies before. Like I'm sure he does a lot of stuff in England, but in American cinema he's been in the Resident Evil movies and Tomb Raider and it's just like he always gets these ridiculous movies. I
1: feel like I've only recognized him since he's been on Game of Thrones yeah. and then every time I watch a movie he's in I'm like, "Oh, hey, it's, it's the Jordan. Game of Thrones guy." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, now that I gave you a dissertation on the uh, sexualization of Lara Croft over the years, yes. uh, you know, hey, the more you know. Jesse, what do you think of... Uh, Have you seen this?
1: Listen, before play we the get game? started,
0: before we get yeah. started here, I do want to... Before we get started. <laughs> um, In case you didn't know, we haven't how, been recording any of this. How
1: dismissive of Ben's dissertation was that? Before we get started, <laughs> um, I do want to jump on... <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> I like how dismissive it is. I, I do just want to, um, as a side topic, mention... Yeah. The worst video game based off of a movie is Home Alone. Have we talked about this before?
0: No, uh, i would i would argue that et for atari oh, I might i never be, but see i didn't play there's a home alone it, video, there's a yeah home yeah, alone yeah for NES game. right
1: yeah and yeah. you just have to not get captured by the burglars for 20 minutes and it is fucking impossible <laughs> there's no way to beat it the longest i did was 10 minutes if anyone knows how to beat it let me the know game i don't is, know if i talked about this on the, the game is literally
0: already. 20 minutes long
1: uh, if, if you're successful, <coughs> yeah. If you're unsuccessful, it's much, much shorter than that. Yeah. Yeah. And then or hours. Keep, trying yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you're like just in the house and you can set booby traps, but the guys split up. And so like they eventually corner you and they catch you. So you've time. never been,
0: so this is like your, uh, this is my white whale, your white whale. Yeah. yeah. You're unattainable. Yes. Wow. Man, I'm trying to, my white whale is the original Wolverine video game on NES because mm. I always would get to Sabretooth at the end. I would beat the entire game up until that moment and then fight him and get killed, and I never have beaten that game. It's only like a 45-minute game, but it's... And now I feel like... Now that I'm older, I feel like I can't play simple games as well anymore. Like, I play (laughs) Nintendo games now, and I suck at them. Right. I'm not that great at newer games either, but, like, just a simple, like, run-and-jump shit, I'm like, no!
1: Those require a lot of muscle memory. I feel like you play those, or you play the same kind of game for, like years and years yeah. and you just like innately are able to pick up the controller and play any of them yeah um but okay so anyway, Raider. Raider. anyways
0: hey. dissertation on video games anyways um two- that's the word of the day dissertation, dissertation. Ah! yeah it's
1: spring break spring spring break y'all oh my god Sp- <sighs> have you seen that movie no i haven't spring oh, breakers d- yeah that movie has never left my mind in a like a really in a good uncomfortable way, about- way oh is it no, terrible it's
0: it's really really weird yeah, really really weird. We'll weird. talk about that
1: after. Um, yeah. We, so before we'll we start, sometime. let's talk about before spring breakers. We start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, did you play the video game? At all? I no. I never. Are you, I have not. I never really got into like first-person shooters. I know that's not what this is, but like that the type the thing of thing. I'm like,
0: glad you c- corrected yourself. Right. Before. But I
1: mean, like, I feel like the adventure type video games spawned
0: a shooter type video game a little bit, right? Well, they kind of all came out the same, like doom. And there's always been first person and third person, but anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, but like
1: that, that sort of genre of like adventure video game. I never got into what were Um, your favorite kind of video games? uh like the simple nes games like mario yeah. mario kart so you
0: stuck? Uh, you did you drop off after like Nintendo? no
1: so all the like later versions of the
0: consoles i would play uh like madden or just okay. sports games Your sports dude. Um, see, i suck at sports in real life and in video games yeah um so i can't play them
1: but so that like that's how i sort of aged with the consoles makes sense is yeah. when i got older i just started playing uh the sports games um But, yeah, so I never really got into the video game. And I had never seen this movie until we watched it. So? Yeah. What would you think? Um, Exactly sort of how you described it. It's very 90s. And I found myself wondering, like, how different of an experience. I'm not wondering, but, like, um, sort of remarking on the fact that it's so much of a different experience watching it now with a context of 17 years of film behind it versus what it must have been like watching it then. Like I wondered how much of that stuff was innovative and how much of that stuff was new and cool to see on screen. Yeah. Um, because none of it is when you watch it right now.
0: I would argue that the, her doing the aerial fight scene is still pretty awesome. Sure. Like flinging around Cirque du Soleil style it's, wrecking dude. It's
1: cool. And, it, but it was also like the setup for it. Makes no she, sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's like, we want to have a
0: fight with her doing like aerial tricks. How Listen, can we set this up? And how can we sexualize it as much as possible with still being PG thirteen by having one button button yeah. so that her abs are showing the entire time. And... Yeah.
1: So like sure there was there was maybe some, like that particular scene um that you hadn't seen before or like you still haven't seen. But like it's very clunky setup for it and it's not... Oh, the whole movie's a clunky yeah. setup. Yeah. Um so it, it's it's a little more difficult to like sink your teeth into it. Um yeah. because it's Uh, it's not taken care of and just like, uh, I also found myself wondering not having played the game how much of it was taken from the game or how many of those set pieces were either in the first one or then put
0: onto another one. It's been so long since I played the original Tomb Raider but apparently there was a butler and you could walk around the mansion and stuff but... I honestly don't remember that yeah. much. Like
1: it's it seemed like and again not to jump around here but like when she's when they have the sled dogs and she's like on just with her shoes sledding yeah. through like that seemed very video game to oh, me. Oh yeah. Um, that the aerial fight seemed like it could have been video game to me
0: hey if you're a fan out there and you have played the original Tomb Raider or Tomb yeah. Raider 2 for the PS1 or PS2 lately uh, let us know what mirrors because in the new movie there are scenes that are taken that are directly exactly... from the game well
1: and the other one was when she was going to get the other half of the triangle from like the sun yeah um, and they were like trying to dodge the planets that were circling it very video that games, seemed yeah. very video again
0: games. I think I, I, I played Tomb Raider a lot I was terrible at it I always was more of Resident Evil guy um, I owned both Tomb Raider I think there was three of them if I remember right for the first two PlayStations but I always would get so annoyed because uh, you had to make these giant jumps and if you yeah. didn't hit it at the <laughs> right if you didn't jump off the first platform at the exact right moment you would fall to your death or have to re- restart over and I remember that was the bane of my existence with Tomb Raider games. And the new game doesn't do that kind of... You still do, but you don't have to hit it exactly. So it's not quite as micro-specific. And the new game plays more like Uncharted, if you've ever played those. I have done. They're they're awesome. These are my kind of games, like the more where you're playing like an interactive action adventure movie. Yeah. Yeah. set pieces change in the new movie that i don't know if you've seen it in the trailer where she's uh, dangling off the plane that's yeah. directly from this game nice and the boat scene where she jumps out is directly from the opening of this game and they even have a cool thing about um or the first guy who attacks her and her first kill that is similar to the game which it's not spoiling anything she's obviously going to kill somebody in the movie but it's you. it's a similar it's a similar beat to the game although the game is way more graphic the dude gets shot and his head's blown off and he, his jaws still like flapping it's it's really like it's unnerving we played it the, on friday night and we we're like oh shit yeah uh yeah. what if we were kids playing this now like i don't know if i could handle this stuff when i was younger what is, what is it rated e for Mature? everyone e for everyone yeah. e for <laughs> everyone
1: um oh, yeah but like that's sort of, that's what i expected and that's sort of like what it should be and i i guess we would have to like revisit the old games to see how closely yeah. it replicates but like the set pieces and the action sequences and, like, the objectives and how they achieve it's those objectives arrogant. should be pulled from the video yeah. game. It shouldn't just be, like, the character and now we're doing an
0: action. Which movie. is what the Resident Evil movies do, right. where it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, they don't even pull the character from the video game. They're just like, we've made up Alice. We've made up <laughs> Mila Jovovich's character in completely. We've right. made her up completely. We've made up these clones. We've made up all this weird shit. And we're going to do six movies about it. And we're going to sprinkle in your favorite characters just randomly kill them off, bring them back. Oh, this is crazy. You know what? I'm a glutton for punishment, though. I've seen all six Resident Evil movies in theaters, and I own all of them, and I've watched them all multiple times. So and apparently, you only, only have bad things to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I hate myself. No, I love them because they're terrible. That we've we've talked about uh, we Resident one, Evil Apocalypse yeah, on the one. show, mm-hmm. and for me, those movies are my guilty movie pleasures. Like they are the epitome of I recognize all six of the Resident Evil movies are garbage. Yeah, but I love them mm-hmm. for varying degrees if you take one thing away from this podcast
1: take away the fact that ben loves garbage ben loves garbage
0: yes (laughs) that's what it is so uh yeah oh hey we got a birthday shout out oh tony 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 morrow Morrow. tony morrow birthday birthday. shout out happy birthday buddy uh he's one of our good good fans on the show he's uh always very uh supportive and and active on the twitter sphere and if any of our other fans have birthdays out there let us know we have no problem I mean, we we assume you all have birthdays
1: Yeah. But, but hey, let us know if, when it is. I mean, if any of you don't have yeah. birthdays, <laughs> yeah, please let us let know. Let us know,
0: because we'd love to that's, hear how that's, that's a bizarre situation. But happy birthday, Tony. Happy we hope birthday. you're having a great day. Yeah. And uh, we hope we don't rip into your... Uh, he Tony did say he likes this one way more than the new one, which... Um, Tony and, has some hot takes.
1: He, he does. From time mm-hmm. to time, he'll throw a hot take out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen hey, the new one, so I can't More power it. to you, though.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he backs it up, though. But... Uh, I will admit that this one's more goofy and fun. The new one, to me, is more a step in the right direction for video game movies. Okay. But hey, before we start, yeah. let's get into it. Yeah, Let's get before into it. It's so happy start, birthday, Tony, it. and let's get into this. Let's do the plot in under three minutes, if we can remember it, since you watched it last week and I watched it <laughs> Monday. And I have a head-cold brain. Are we ready in the booth? Speaking of Steve's sick as well in the booth, yeah, how are you, Steve. did you fall asleep? I hope you didn't fall asleep at the monitor. Thoughts and oh, no, Steve. I'm good to go, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm just waiting for like <laughs> us to be like, cue the sound clip, and you're like... <sighs> <laughs> All right, okay, here we go. Plot in under three minutes. All right, Whenever guys, ready. rock
1: and roll. Five, four, three, two, one go. All
0: right. So we start off and Lara Croft is uh, hanging upside down in this tomb and she's just looking sexily off at some rocks. Like she always does. She does like 400 flips down. She goes and grabs this item. I forget what it is. And then this, this, uh, mech warrior thing comes at her. Simon is what we find out. I think is what yep. it's called. Sure. And she starts blasting. It's a super long action sequence. It's really awesome. She's shooting away, shooting away. And then she goes, stop changes, kill Lara into, uh, Lara's, uh, party mix. And she starts dancing. You realize it's all a training montage, like the Xavier mansion, uh, like the danger room and she meets her butler and her the british dude that is a nerd and helps out with everything and then um then then she finds a clock yep right Uh yeah so she goes she She goes under the stairs
1: she finds a clock she's like oh this is interesting she looks on the back and she's like oh that's like looks like it could be a key yeah even though it's just a circle (laughs) and then so she goes to the auction house and uh she goes to the auction guy and the auction guy's like i don't know what this is i don't know what it could be um and then later he calls her and he's like i have a guy who might know what it is and can help you out we find out that he's involved in the Illuminati. Which we
0: found out about the Illuminati earlier, yep. where they set up this blatant exposition timetable of the planets are going to align by the end of the week and and if we don't do all these things and find all these things, then we have uh, 5,000 years before we can do it again. And he's like, well, I don't want to. Joran yep. is there hanging out being Illuminati-ish. And so, um, then she... Wait, then she goes and meets with uh, Joran, uh, who, I don't remember his name in the movie, but we'll figure nope, it out. But, uh, Manfred Powell! Sure. And they, um... I said, aka Khaleesi's bitch. That's nice me. <laughs> uh, oh shit okay uh, so they they, they go, he, she goes to him and she knows he's lying and he he tracks her back to her place because she has the the part of the am- the key he needs. There's the aerial fight scene we talked about. It goes on forever and it's awesome. Yep. He
1: steals the clock. He steals the clock. And then she uh, knows where they're going. Yep. I guess. Right. The first tomb. Right. right. To so she tomb. goes to the first tomb. She like scoops the triangle because she knows where it's. Uh, where she to goes put in. The key. Yeah. She goes in through a hiding place. Yep. Yeah. And Daniel Craig is there and he's American and Angelina Jolie is it's British. Really weird. Um. But so they have a thing and then she takes the triangle yeah. and escapes and then he calls her and he's like, uh, I, you need, I need you as much as you need me. Let's work together. Yeah. And so they go
0: to the second one. And-, yeah. and then when they go to the second one, she's she's thinking in her head that she's going to go bring her dad back to life because her dad, Lord Richard Croft, died and she wants to bring him back to life. There's this father-daughter stuff going on. And they go there. Fuck it, I'm just going to take it. Yep. They go there and uh, they get the, they, they realize that time and space doesn't matter here. It's like there's these weird pockets of something that you, the matter differently places they find that there's a grain of sand in the thing it unlocks it uh, oh god there's these rock creatures that come to life that they shoot up and fight and and that was in the first tomb i think actually and then this one then they go in there these these balls spinning around and a bunch of people getting crushed and stuff she gets sucked up inside of it and like i said she finds a grain of salt they, uh, the sand and then he goes in there and they both are running up the pyramid and then he falls to his death and she's able to reverse time she saves daniel craig from being killed and then that's it yep that's it, man, that was the most complicated and then, convoluted ending ever.
1: And then we didn't get to it, but then she fights the robot again. then she fights the robot again.. Yeah.
0: <laughs> which I gotta watch Cradle of Life. I'm gonna watch that next, uh, the second Tomb Raider movie. Um, or you could also watch Cradle to the Grave starring DMX. I have seen that actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of awesome. yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's get into this. you yeah. know, um I think that the first uh, the the first robot fight scene is awesome, but uh, what I noticed, it feels like you're watching, the, the new movie feels like you're watching more like a, a female um, gritty Indiana Jones, like a Jason Bourne meets, and Jason Bourne meets Indiana Jones, uh, Laura Croft. This one feels super campy. From the start, she has her holsters like in the game where her, her guns come out of these awesome looking clips that shoot out from her back where she has like eight clips lined up yeah. on a, on a whole, like on a conveyor belt almost clip holster clip holster and she's like and i love that every time before she unholsters or reholsters her gun she has to spin them super badass and looking sweet with them uh there's all these ridiculous moves done that that anybody in a gunfight would never really need like flipping over and shooting and like yeah we should also mention that she shoots the robot
1: a bunch and it doesn't it uh, seemed to affect the robot no. in any way, but she continues, yeah, to use guns as her weapon,
0: yeah. Until finally, she mounts it like uh, Ghost in the Shell style and rips out the yes. the the wiring, and then and then it still comes back to life. And then that's when she goes stop, and you realize, oh, it's all a training sequence. Yeah, oh, but it was trying that. to kill her. It was. It was like they should have because there's the part where the training mode. She had the saws and stuff. Yeah, and then her buddy, uh, I forget what his name is. What's it? What's the nerdy tech guy's name? Oh, whatever, I'll figure it out as we go. Uh, he he's um he's like, well, you wanted me to make it more challenging. It's like, yeah, but did, could you imagine if you murdered the heir of a fortune with your killer robot? I mean, that's f- for sure jail time. Like, Something you're not. It's not house arrest. Mm-mm. I know that
1: much. Like you got to go. No, to the you're clink. in trouble.
0: Yeah, and then and then there's the uh, the butler is introduced. Um, uh, and then we get the shower scene, which we've already talked about. Yep. Can we just say... I have to say... There's... No, don't worry. I'm not going to get on some weird political rant. Um, But there have been people saying online, trolling the new one... Yeah. Saying that Alicia Vikander is not um, uh, big-chested enough for this, which is fucking stupid. Yes. Because if you ask me... uh, If you gauge beauty based on breast size or anything as completely ridiculous as that, then you have a warped sense of beauty, in my opinion. But on top of that, in this movie... Angelina Jolie is already at the, especially at the time she was curvier she had she had um, she she's I read on IMDb 36D or 36C and they patted her bra to make it 36D because they thought 36DD which was the game size would look too ridiculous. I would argue it looks ridiculous in this. I yeah. wish that she just had normal a normal bra, normal self cuz it's the They look pointy and strange throughout the entire movie, and it's super distracting to me.
1: It's also... Yeah, it's also... It's so unnecessary. Like, fine,
0: if she doesn't look exactly like her. Like, Like, why did we... It's fine. Like, you Like, that was the takeaway. In order to make this a Tomb Raider movie, giant boobs, but not too giant. Right. I would have loved to have been in the executive meeting for that, where it's like... We're like wardrobe fitting with Angelina Jolie where it's like, all right, let's try with 36 double D. And it's like, Ugh, okay, that looks weird. I would have been fired. <laughs> I would have been like, what if it doesn't matter? <laughs> and they would have been and like, just like over and over. What if, have been like, what if it doesn't matter? Excuse me, sir. It is 2001. We are not woke yeah. yet. Yeah. We are not woke yet to this. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein's still out there doing whatever he wants back Did he back make then. this movie? No. no. Okay. <laughs> well, that would make more sense. <laughs> yeah. But I would... That's, it's just been driving me crazy because Alicia Vikander is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And the fact that internet trolls are nitpicking a part of her body, that's disgusting to me. It's like, get over yourselves. Get... Just shut the fuck up is yeah, what I want to say this to those is kind the same,
1: the same thing that just keeps coming up with yeah. when uh, like Zendaya was Mary Jane or when they did yeah. uh, uh, the women Ghostbusters or like just... People people have an idea in their mind. Yeah. If it doesn't exactly fit, but like like I said, uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Really, really doesn't matter. In my, These
0: are illustrations.
1: Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's fine if she doesn't look exactly. And technically, like
0: her. Tomb Raider one, they're polygons. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, I had to get that off my chest because it's been driving me crazy. And I and I've I'm smitten with Alicia Vikander. I I think that she is an amazing actress, and I I just can't. I, I don't know what it must be like to be famous and read all these stupid troll comments. Oh, you just can't read them, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get annoyed sometimes just... Some guy trolled me. Did I t- yeah. send you that? Did he, we talk about that I mean, on the we show? We haven't talked
1: about it, but I saw it.
0: Somebody trolled me, cause, and and they brought in my wife to it. They brought in Renee, yeah. and they were like, "Hey, you! Oh, because I, I said something about uh, Black Panther and how I loved it, and, and I was doing this in the photo, and he was like, That's the most emasculating photo I've ever seen. I hope you enjoy your soy milk. And I was like... Well, hey, if you don't mind me, I gotta go chug some soy milk now. And and he said he said that's the saddest photo I've ever seen. And I said, man, if that's the saddest photo you've ever seen, you're winning at life. Congrats, bud. Sure. And um, then he fight with positivity. Then he went hardcore and said, uh, do you watch while your wife and her boyfriend have sex, or just hang out in the other room and play Nintendo Switch that he bought you? And so I said. Hey, why you gotta bring my wife's boyfriend into it? He's super nice and got me a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, if he's buying you gifts, then, like, what's the problem? (laughs)
1: You know what I mean? Oh, I love
0: it. I love actually like fucking with Troll's back. It's fun. It's fun when you kill them with uh, kindness or uh I constantly sarcasm. have people saying that my
1: breasts are not big enough.
0: Yeah, I know. Which is like... And I've shut that down yeah, every time.
1: like enough.
0: I always swoop in with it doesn't matter. I'm not the Jesse illustration. I am my Jesse own... Jesse is perfect. So anyways, <laughs> now that we got three minutes into the film and, and well, a whole... <laughs> hey, before we get started here... Uh, <laughs> I'm on a lot of cough syrup. Um okay so uh after the shower scene we get uh side boob Angelina Jolie which yep. was like the 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 most you can get out of a PG-13 movie Sure there are, I also do want to point out just for
1: equity's yeah. sake there was a Daniel Craig shower scene
0: Yeah as well. There was and it was pretty much the same Yeah it was it was just as equally as uh gratuitous I
1: yeah, would say Yeah and they made a point not to give him a towel and so everyone who encountered him was just like Whoa, okay yeah. <laughs> What?
0: I've never, I mean, I guess I just, uh, I don't like um, no. No, no muscle. I like. I, I need more muscles to walk around that naked anywhere. Well, just uh, wet, like walking around I don't like wet a, naked? No. In, like, I don't know. I like to dry off fully before I even step on the rug in, I my, wear in my bathroom. I wear two robes before I, no, I don't know. <laughs> Think about <laughs> it. He's walking around hardwood floors. You're ruining those floors. Yeah. Anyways, can we play clip number one? This is after the shower scene when she uh, strips down in front of her butler. And a lady should be modest. Yes, a lady should be modest. Mm. 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 Uh, I will say that Angelina Jolie's awesome in this movie. Uh, for, uh, as ridiculous as this character is, yep. uh, she's great in it. She exudes. Uh, she's sexy. She's badass. She's she just owns it. I, I don't know what that what that whole exchange is supposed to mean because he's always trying to get her to wear dresses, and she's always like. I'm not going to do it. I'm no. going to wear short shorts and crop tops and two guns. And guns and bullet conveyor belts. Bullet conveyor belts. Yeah. That's what this lady wears. That's right. Until the end when she shows up in a dress and he's like, oh, and it makes the butler's day. He's like, oh, this is all I've ever wanted. It's like the new uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Alfred in in the in the Justice League movies and, and Batman v Superman where he's constantly talking to Bruce Wayne about... He has like a thousand, no, yeah, wearing dresses. Yeah, he, he has like a thousand one-liners in Batman v Superman about how Batman's single and needs a girlfriend, and it's like at first it's funny, and then it's like, oh, Jeremy Irons, give him something else to do, and that's what I feel like this is. It's like I'm the butler. And I'm just trying to get you to be refined, even though our fortune is based on you raiding tombs and yeah, being a badass. Yeah,
1: like if you're a butler, like maybe just butler. Just, you
0: know what I mean? No, like, place place yeah, butler. Just
1: go ahead and butler, dude. Like you don't.
0: <laughs> you don't need to. You don't need to get all you're, up in her grill. You're not her, her but, yeah, personal uh, life coach. So then I wrote down bunch of old bad white dudes meeting about planetary alignment. Yeah, and the key they need set up blatant timetable and exposition. That's pretty accurate. It's what it uh, is. Uh, can we play that clip? Actually, I have a very. This is half the movie is uh, exposition, which is kind of in tune with video games, where you just. Um, you just have to sit through this this stuff that explains everything. Very, uh, expository. Can we play clip number two? So, we will have possession of the key in one week. Yes, indeed. They really spell out... Yeah. One week. One week. This Re- is good news, it.
1: Mr. Powell. But remember, we have only a single opportunity
0: single. to repeat.
1: retrieve the two halves of the
0: tribe. Two halves. And absolutely. if we... Hey, Ooh, there's a pause there for We bro. must wait another 5,000 years. It's amazing because it, it's like the director underlined the key points for him to yes. just really just hammer. These are things the audience must know. <laughs> it's so blatant. They cannot space out this moment. I think he even goes, moment. one week. <laughs> and then he goes, yes, one week. one 5,000 years. <laughs> this
1: is so <laughs> But it's, that's '90s action movies for you. It's also like
0: arbitrary. Like
1: you're you're making up numbers, yeah. so it's not like they have to be like five thousand. Could have been yeah, number greater than a hundred. Because it, the only thing is that, matter, like, yeah. none of them will be alive for it. It yeah. doesn't matter. So, like, 5,000 could
0: be 7,000 or 3,000 or yeah. 200. It doesn't matter. You're right. As long as it's uh, over, uh, like, you know, 80, 84, right. 85, right. the average lifespan. Yeah. The, and those guys were all old white dudes. What's the average lifespan for a Tomb Raider? Do we know? Uh, you know, probably about the same as a Buffy. You sure. Because they're badass. Do they take over? Do they, do they, like, sub in after a while? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I know she's the only female tomb raider world in the uh, building in, in this yeah. world yeah. so far. There're only there's, two tomb raiders. There's only two in, in the entire <laughs> universe uh, in this movie and Daniel, can we talk about Daniel Craig's English uh, American accent? I would love to. It's super I love Daniel Craig as an actor. His American accent threw me off so much in this movie. It didn't make sense. Why? It's just like why not just make him British? Why not make him British? Everyone else is British. Unless it's that they were worried that his accent no, because everybody else is British. Everyone else like, is I, British. I was thinking maybe it's like, oh, they didn't want to overshadow Lara Croft's accent and make it look like a fake accent. But then it's like, no, everyone else. But has. also, like, who cares? Everyone knows Angeline Jolie is American. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: This is another thing where I would have been in the room and been like, hey, how about hey, it doesn't matter? Two
0: things. Is, uh, uh, Brock can just be normal and Daniel Craig can just be British. Right. All it's, right, done. Was, Solved. Was he american like is he a character from the game see this is another thing i should know this it doesn't matter but like maybe maybe that's
1: the reason why or maybe they decided like we need an american character because this is american cinema like i don't know
0: right that could be it um but either way woke yet it was still it was still 2001 we weren't woke we were like i don't understand we were still on the time where hearing a british accent people would be like I couldn't understand. He talks funny. Yeah, well, he's not speaking modern English. <laughs> I saw Billy Elliot with my parents, and they were like, I don't know what they were saying for half the movie. And I'm like, it's it's English. It's, I mean, I know it's... it's, it's the same language you speak. <laughs> or, or like, uh, I sent them a clip of Jim Jeffries doing a stand-up bit, and they were like, I can't understand what he's saying. And I'm like, he, it's Australian. It's not. I don't understand. Where are the subtitles? I don't understand. Oh, oof, oh man. Oof. I love them. I love
1: um, my parents. So, yeah, that, that was weird. It was weird that they... Cast a
0: British guy to play an American, and an
1: American to play a British
0: one. Yeah, so yeah, you know it strange. So we got the blatant exposition. Uh, the timetable is set, uh, and then we realize that she has to go back to Egypt. She has to go because she's walking around her house. She hears this ticking for the first time. She finds she busts she open busts underneath open her,
1: underneath the yeah. stairs. Her
0: dad died and left this for her. John Voight, uh, Angelina Jolie's real father, plays real blood father. F- plays her fictional father as well in the movie lord richard croft and she goes and she finds this she finds this clock that just started ticking on the eve of the uh, alignment on the week of the alignment because he apparently hid this for her to find you think he would just make it a little easier but even his even her dad like made it a puzzle for her to figure right, out like, maybe just
1: leave a note that's yeah. like it's hey on like, this
0: day because it's such a massively important thing super important <laughs> that, try and find this clock yeah and, and York, you have the key that the Illuminati is going to look for to destroy the world in reverse time and have an immense dark power. Maybe don't leave it up to chance. Right. Like, what if she just had a bad week and, and went on vacation and, and wasn't there during this one-week period? Or what if she was raiding another tomb? I know! That's her goddamn job. <laughs> you're leaving a whole lot what of the she chance, was working, Lord Richard Croft. So, anyway, she takes this clock to her, her, her uh, tech guy. He's trying to figure it out. He's placing all the screws very meticulously, and then she just smashes it with a hammer. Reveals this thing that you already said in the three-minute thing, where it's just—it's like a circle with a. It's just a circle, and but and it's just like me it's, because it's she's a like key.
1: And this appear, on the back, it appears to be
0: something that could be a key. It's like so, why? Why? Why would you think that? Because yeah. she's rated a lot of tombs, and she knows what ancient keys look like. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I love when movies confound you like that. You're like, I didn't do anything like that. Well, there I were two know. moments like that. One was the
1: key, and then the other one you talked about in the three minutes where it was like the time cloud, and oh, the yeah. dogs jumped through it, and she was like, it's a fucking time cloud. <laughs> like, like wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah. How did you know that?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. So then there's the uh, weird flashbacks um, where her dad over overly explains – so as a child, her dad explained to her all this stuff when she was super young mm-hmm. to set up in her brain so she would remember when she's in, like, her late 20s or whatever this. Sure. It's like, wh- uh, again, leave a, a journal or a note. Yeah. Or so- you're leaving a lot up to chance. So then she she goes to the auction. She runs into Daniel Craig. We can skip over that stuff. She meets this old dude who's like, I don't know anything. Oh, but I, knew, I do know a guy. And then she goes and meets with Manfred Powell, who... Um, Again, there's just a ton of exposition. And both of them are... He's like, oh, I, I don't know what this is. And he has the greatest um, bad guy line about not knowing. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Before they go to Egypt, can we play clip number three? Egypt again. It's nothing but pyramids and sand. Dino gets everywhere. In the cracks. <laughs> such a weird... Such a weird thing to say. Very uncomfortable. Yeah, like... Uh, I, I remember when I was... I was bathing suit shopping. The employee was kind of creepy. And I, I was thinking of going to Egypt or just somewhere with sand or a beach even, you know. But mm. I, I just was saying Egypt is a general <laughs> thing. Sure. For sand. As you do. Yeah. yeah, as you do. Yeah. And, and and I was just like, I need something with like mesh, but like not enough pockets, because it just saying gets everywhere. And I was really just try, looking for some advice. And and it, and it went kind of like this. Egypt again. He's like, oh, Egypt, yeah, yeah. It's all nothing right. but pyramids and sand. Or sandcastle. Dino gets everywhere in the cracks. And I was like, oh, all what? right, all right, dude, I know. Oh. And and he just he That's... looked he did a little like lower oh, lip he bite. He bit the lower lip. Yeah, in the cracks. And I was like, go, oh, all right, um, okay, okay, well. Um... And you and
1: you like looked right at Adam and you were like, listen, man, I'm somewhat masculine. <laughs> I'm somewhat don't ma- don't try and take advantage of me right now. <laughs>
0: Okay. I am somewhat masculine. Alright, now on to the uh, now on to the the fourth clip, which is where uh, Manfred his name is Manfred Powell, yeah. which is the most British name on planet Earth, aka Joran Khaleesi's bitch.
1: He, he was like he his parents were like, Should we name him Fred? And his dad was like, We need a way to identify that he's a man. <laughs> Manfred Manfred. There we go,
0: Manfred. Very good. I think I've never seen anything quite so beautiful that I know so little about. <laughs> this is a pleasurable torment. My ignorance amuses me. It's it's such a great villain line, but also really weird, <laughs> really weird in a really long pause. This is a pleasurable torment. My ignorance amuses me. Okay, All right? He masturbating right now? Like, what the oh, fuck is man, happening? Like. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, that happened to me. I I tried that line out when I was doing a um, an ice cream taste testing. Nice, and because you know salt and straw, they have kind of like funky flavors yeah. and stuff. And yeah, yeah, and one of them was a it was a coconut bacon. Uh, caramel. I'm in, and I was like, I'm and, and, and just in my head, I was like, uh, th- my ignorance amuses me. What a de- delightful torment what a this delightful is! Torment. <laughs> mm, I taste the hints of coconut and is that bacon? Mmm, and caramel. And then,
1: and then when they started to give you the taste, you bit your lower lip at them. Mmm, mm. my
0: ignorance amuses me. Listen, sir, we are somewhat masculine yeah, here, at yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've met my match. Ooh <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so um, then the aerial fight scene happens, which is, in my opinion, the best action scene in the movie, which you already described uh, <laughs> to a T. How silly it is that you just the the setup to it is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, hey, I, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm your butler. Good night, Lara. Good night. <laughs> Abs floating in the wind, pseudo fake boobs weird. flopping around, and then <laughs> dudes bust in. Yeah. And she, but I think the stunts are really cool when she's like using the aerial uh, bungees to fly around and kick the shit out of people. And sure. But then it goes completely video game crazy where like she, in order to evade them, hops on a motorcycle and does like a flying gun blast at him. And she ends up. What else? There's all kinds of really silly things that happen in this that I'm forgetting now. Do you rem- oh, oh. And then it ends with her doing a wheelie. And uh, hitting the guy in the head with the back t- with the tire of the bike, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, super video game right there. That yeah. whole that whole sequence to me is is awesome in my opinion. I think um, I think that's a really fun action sequence. What do you do? You have any other thoughts on that? I,
1: I I'm trying to remember like specifics about the actual fight because I I really like what stuck with me about it was the setup for it and how it's super un-comfortable it was. And then um, yeah, just like acrobats fighting, I think is a cool idea. Yeah um but if she's the only acrobat like i sort of wish there were yeah, like if everybody came if in like everyone oh. was coming
0: down yeah see that would have been cool if everybody came in through like uh the sunroof, uh, sunroof. Yeah. the sunroof, the sunroof, you know, the sunroof the of the mansion yeah you know uh-huh. so then they go to the first tomb she's being led she gets led around by ghost children a lot in this movie yeah. and they never really explain that no or they're just really fast kids that show up and go he, 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 let me show you over here here's the tomb and then run off but it's you know, it's possible. I think they're ghosts. We we played a little bit with time and space in this movie, so it's possible You're that right. it was fast, a lot longer than we thought. Fast and loose. Yeah. So my fa- the thing I took away from this though is while um all the all the uh, random people that they've presumably enslaved to open this to Manfred Powell mm-hmm. and Daniel Craig's character, uh, uh, Alex West, I think is his name. Um, He's just Manfred Powell is just chilling like Burt Reynolds on the couch, just like yeah, lounging what a dick. Couch, just totally full on Burt Reynoldsing it, and he's and then he's like, hurry, hurry up. And Daniel Craig
1: is like, okay, and then Daniel Craig starts I'm doing helping. my
0: American accent. I can't, yeah. I, I really want to perfect a British person doing an American accent because there's a there's a technique to it where it's just a little more chewing of the American. Sounds, yeah, you know, everything's a little longer. Everything's a little longer because you're trying not to sound British. It's really good. You're actually. trying to sound. It's a little bit more like you're tensing up your mouth because you don't want to get more fluid with your talking. Here is here is Channing Tatum. Yes, please. Doing a British person doing an American
1: accent. Perfect. Here is the accent, man. <laughs>
0: i love how every time you do that i just sit here like a kid on christmas (laughs) waiting for it to happen i just sat here like yeah and it never disappoints me um so oh i forgot i did forget a sound clip after the aerial fight scene she gets a package uh and her place is wrecked can we play clip number five the ups guys looking around freaked out
1: i woke up this morning and i just hated everything
0: right See that's a great. There's some great stuff in there like that, like Angelina Jolie's delivery of that, playing with the, the, the. Oh, I just needed to redecorate. Like the she playing against the uh, overtly feminine type. I think is really well done in this movie. Yeah, there's
1: this particular scene is silly, um, not just because of the content of uh, what we just saw, like Angelina Jolie making sort of. sarcastic comments about it but um, she's presumably like the most wealthy person yeah in the country right like she's at the very least has this whole mansion absolutely there are only the only two people helping clean and they're the two people that we already know the butler and the the assistant the movie only had a budget for those (laughs) i guess we didn't have we had a budget for a thousand extras opening the tomb
0: but no extras cleaning this mansion maybe it's because she's she's like uh it's like her bruce wayne batman thing you know nobody can know about her real what she really gets into. But the everyone, I think everyone knows, I feel like right? everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the UPS guy just
1: goes in. Yeah. Just walks right like in. The yeah. Open door policy at the Croft residence.
0: You know, you don't yeah. want to leave it on the door. You would think so. I yeah. think that would make more sense. Yeah. I don't know. All right. UPS guy, you Signature got what you deserved. Revolved, you got what you deserved. UPS guy. For sure. So um, we're going to play clip number six, but just to set up this, uh, this is um when for Powell finally gets off his Burt Reynolds ass. And they open up the tomb and they go to walk inside. And Laura, Laura has already found a shortcut thanks to ghost girl number one. Yep. And she's in there dinking around trying to find the first half of the triangle. Dinking around is dinking a te- around. technical term when you're raiding tombs. Yep. <laughs> Can we play clip number six? Into the belly of the beast and out of the demon's ass. It's actually the 2020 campaign slogan for, uh, for uh, <laughs> Trump-Pence White House. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, they're considering now the belly of the beast, and then the next four years is going to be the demon's ass. The demon's ass. Hey, I had to. Yay. I did it. Hmm. You got anything for that one? Um. Let's. Can I just hear it again? <laughs> Into the belly of the beast <laughs> and out of the demon's ass.
1: Yeah. When I um when I walk my dogs mm-hmm. um sometimes they uh, run a little game on me where I have two dogs a bigger older slower one yeah and I a didn't hear a second dog yeah we got a small no way um younger little more active dog um and so what they'll do and i don't know if they do this on purpose but the young active dog will run out ahead and distract me while the old slow dog is right behind me eating poop <laughs> and i won't stand for it
0: and it's like the old slow dog goes hey
1: there's a nice
0: pile of shit yeah. right here i got a jam on this go, go be th-
1: crazy up there <laughs> it's fucking terrible And I'll turn around, and she'll be halfway into this. Most of the time, it's dry, um, but this pile of dry poop. Oh God! And I'll I'll be able to get some of it out of out of her mouth, but just lamenting what she's already eaten. I say, into the belly of the beast, and
0: out of the demon's ass.
1: I love it. That's the life cycle.
0: I love that your dogs have this conspiracy against you to eat shit. They do. (laughs) That's such a dog thing. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um, Solara's around there. She's tomb raiding. She's reading the inscription. This is something. This is this sound clip. Uh, for some reason, three of our sound clips. Most of our sound clips are like in one chunk of the movie. And then there's nothing for, yeah. for like thirty minutes. And then there's like four of them again. So this one is where she's reading the inscription on the tomb that she's raiding. And uh, and she says something here that I think is funny. That I think every Indiana Jones movie should say. Like, I, I've always thought of when I hear it. So let's play clip number seven.
1: Return the iron to the stone's embrace. The wheel of heaven will turn. Exume the light from its watery grave to receive the gift of heaven as you are condemned to the depths of hell. Right, so pretty much touch anything and get your head chopped off.
0: <laughs> See, I love that. That's yeah. That's a great line because that's like, every every movie ever where they go into national treasure any of that kind of stuff the mummy every single thing they say usually ends with something awful happening happening to you right and it's so silly to
1: like you're not trying to lead her somewhere with this this mm-hmm. is just a warning so it could literally just say warning don't touch anything yeah but it's like poetic and you have to interpret it
0: it's so great i love that moment yeah so this is the scene where they have to they realize they have to pierce this urn that's in this multi-armed statue and this clock falls down and is swinging towards it but it's not swinging high enough and Mm -hmm. the sun's eclipsing getting eclipsed and they have is this where they count down the longest fifty seconds ever? Or yes. Is yes. No.
1: No. No. That was first. She got the thing. Oh yeah. I think, and then it started.
0: Yeah. So it's the longest fifty seconds where uh, Manfred and Lara are debating uh, if he's going to give her the the piece of the triangle to whatever to let her unlock the next piece, and <laughs> Daniel Craig is just taking his time counting down fifty seconds. Yeah. It's like a three minute sequence. Yeah. But so she rides the clock and and pierces the urn, Mm -hmm. and it bursts open, and all this, like, T-1000 liquid comes out. And then that's where you get the next piece, but then all the statues come alive. And I thought that that sequence, for being 2001, the CGI was pretty decent still. Like, it looked cheesy, but not terrible. Right. So this is sort of what I was alluding to earlier, of, like what
1: when you were watching it in 2001 it yeah. seemed new and fresh i think that cool probably was that cool probably when was i first it. saw it yeah.
0: yeah i think i remember being like wow neat like rock statues but then i feel like that also had already happened before too in the mummy there are a couple of things that uh they took from other movies um but it was still it was still a fun action sequence yeah. it's not like so bad that you're like Ugh. Sometimes when you see '90s and early 2000s CGI, you're like, "Oh God!" You know, like especially when it's when there's interplay with the actual people. Yeah, like that's when it gets
1: real tricky. But it like the rock statue like grabbed her and jumped out of the cave, and then it disintegrated when it hit the light. Yeah, and like that seems that seemed decent. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: uh, and then she. <laughs> but my favorite thing is so. They leave Laura in the cave, and she's fighting this giant multi-armed rock uh, thing that comes alive. They all leave, run out, and then when she comes out with the rock creature that then disintegrates in the sunlight, Manfred Powell and Daniel Craig again are just chilling. Yes. They're just, they're like laying down, like, they, they ran out of this super long cave that took a, long, a pretty good amount of walking to get into. Right. And then just decided to chill. And instead of having, like, their guns ready for her to come out, what were they thinking? I don't know.
1: And <laughs> not only that, but then when they see her and she jets into the jungle and goes to, like, the waterfall yeah. edge, the only person that chases her is Daniel Craig.
0: <laughs> doesn't make any sense.
1: And then when she jumps off the waterfall, he's like, well... well. <laughs>
0: All right, all right. There goes like,
1: that. He's he doesn't run back and yeah. be like, "Hey, we should check the bottom of the waterfall <laughs> to see if like she died and left the fucking thing that yeah. we need." They're just like, "Oh eh, well, well." Well,
0: Manfred is very. I f- wish I would have pulled that the sound clip because he's very um, kind of blase about everything. Like his his assistant character, when the next scene where Laura Laura shows up because she realizes she wants to get the next piece to stop them and be able to destroy it and maybe bring her dad back. You don't know what her motives are just yet, except she looks awesome in shades. Hell yeah. and- and her mink coat or fur jacket. I guess. And T-shirt. Yeah. Um, so, because that's what you wear when you're in a snow-covered tundra. Well, a T-shirt and a and a fur jacket. It was funny, though, because then when, like, they opened that cave,
1: they all disrobed the coat and just, like, put it on the side. <laughs> it suddenly got so much warmer in yeah. there. I don't think so. <laughs> so they, they knew. They knew that it was cold for a time.
0: Yeah. But he says to his, his uh, like, assistant guy is like, oh, but... Uh, but how are we going to get the other piece? Time's running out. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it in due time. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. He's just very like, "Nah, I wouldn't. Oh, he says, I wouldn't overthink it. And It's like, to me, that's what the writers, that's just like a perfect example of the, the writers in, in the writing room. That might literally be a note. Nah, I wouldn't
1: overthink it. A note that a writer got and thought that it was a line that they were supposed to be putting in? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't overthink yeah, it. I wouldn't overthink it. That works.
0: Um, are, are you sure that Daniel Craig needs to be American and her breast size needs to be thirty six I wouldn't overthink I wouldn't it. Overthink it. Nah, nah, I wouldn't overthink yeah, it. I would never think it. Yeah, no, no. Audiences won't. It actually doesn't matter. So um, now that Lara shows up after she's di- uh, she's dove off the waterfall, uh, she oh, brings the piece. Oh, we we
1: skipped my favorite <coughs> scene. Yeah, when she goes to the like village and she says to the guy, I fast forwarded that scene. <laughs> I need to use the phone. Yeah, because mine's wet. Yeah, and then she's using like a home phone, but he's holding. He's behind
0: her holding. An antenna? Oh, yeah, 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 But he's just holding it. She makes, like, several calls. <laughs> well, and there's this huge, long sequence where she, like, uh, finds Buddha or something. Yeah. And, like, she has, like, this really strange spiritual quest in the middle of the movie. The rest of that was pointless, but I just love... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good... I I love
1: that she couldn't have just held that antenna, that she needed that dude to just be back there. That's when
0: she decides, I'm a lady, you're holding this for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that was... Yeah, for someone who only has two people working in her house, she sure needed help with that phone. (laughs) (laughs) He took the place of the butler in that moment. I guess. So uh, she shows up with... British buddy... I, God, I forget his name in this movie. It eh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and I love the, really this it. clip. Clip number eight. Wow. Time to save the universe again, then, is it? Absolutely. Again, she owns the shit out of... Absolutely. But time to save the universe again makes me feel like they've saved the universe a bunch of times that we haven't been told in this movie. Like, we have yeah. no setup that... It, this like you were you've been you've said before. I feel like you have to have played the game to remotely like get the lore of it because they don't set up a ton. They don't at all. And She's also, just, like, in, that's why the new movie's cool because it starts with her being not a tomb. She becomes the Tomb Raider. It's an origin story. That's right. not a that's not spoiling anything for if anybody freaked out. It's an origin story of her becoming the Laura Croft we know, which I think is a much more interesting journey. Well, and also like Tomb
1: Raiders as. As a, I want to say profession, yeah. but it's not really, right? Yeah, But, sure. like, they're not, their job description is not saving the, the universe. Their job description is uh, tomb thief. Yeah. How right? many times have they come into apocalyptic scenarios before? Right. I can't, I can't assume more than this time. <laughs> so you either have to, like, tell us what happened or yeah. just, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to make it that they're that lofty. They just, like, she's a tomb raider. And this particular time the stakes are way higher. Again, That's why
0: we're seeing it. I, I wouldn't overthink it. Yeah. Right? I guess not. I he should he should have said, uh, so I guess we're saving the universe now. Right. That fixed. Fixed. Done. So Done. I guess I guess
1: we have to save the universe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So oh man, I already wondered a little bit of this um in the in the three minute where my brain fell apart. Uh, they travel via boat cars, I said, which I know is not the yeah, proper they sure did. military boat cars. They sure that's, did. that's a proper term, right? Definitely. Uh,
1: dog sleds. Uh, they buy all the dogs with where they got American cash?
0: I don't know. You know None well, of them are American. They're all in, they're all in England. <laughs> don't but, know. But American money is... is uh, it yeah. very explicit. Yeah. In 2001 was apparently the top currency. Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, so they go... Uh, they go to this this giant globe with all these other globes spinning around, it, and it's getting ready for the alignment. A lot of crazy stuff happens, like you said, the weird time bubble where it's like, oh, that's a time displacement thing. Sure. Okay. Is it? How do you know this? <laughs> right. Uh, tons of crazy shit happens. Daniel Craig gets stabbed by Manfred Powell. Um, she ends up figuring out the puzzle and going inside of it and then coming back out of it. And then... Um, they still can't figure out how to, Oh, oh! then Manfred Powell goes full on dick villain mode. Cause the Illuminati guys like, we're going to combine the triangles <laughs> and complete this thing. Old white man will rule again. And then Manfred Powell clip number nine says, enough of this twaddle. Just waste the yep. entire Illuminati, waste the whole thing out, which by the way, if you're the Illuminati, I have a feeling that you're paying for the guards, not Manfred Powell. Oh yeah. i feel like the Illuminati has more of a bankroll than Manfred Most Powell. definitely, especially someone that lazy. What's twaddle? could tell you. I like it. enough this twaddle. Yeah, it's a mix between uh, a waddle and a twerk. A <laughs> waddle and a twerk. I like yeah. it. A twaddle. Yeah. I just thought they weren't allowed to say twat, so they said twaddle. That could be also. Are could we be... allowed to say that? Sure, we did. We did it. We did it. Do we have any more time or just that minute? It's fine if that's it. You know, F me in the nice. face. Here we go. Um, uh, so then uh, Daniel Craig's dead. She goes in there. She reverses. T- they run up a pyramid for some reason. To gr- yeah. to gr- a giant pyramid to grab the piece. She comes back. She reverses time. She bends the knife in that's, as it's flying towards she, Daniel she Craig. She chose to grab the blade
1: <laughs> rather than just, like, <laughs> yeah. grab the handle and put her, yeah, so she get blood leverage there. Down.
0: And then it stabs for Pal. He dies. Daniel Craig's alive. He doesn't um, die. He's fine. Oh, he's fine. He gets up and they fight. And they fight. Oh my god! He's I forgot totally that. He's totally fine. He's totally fine after. So she should have aimed it at a vital organ. I guess. So they have a fight scene. Um, she ends up uh, killing. She oh, she slams him in the throat, which is awesome. Yeah. Kills him. Yeah. Then she rides the dog sleds out. We don't see an aftermath of everybody else, of her and Daniel Craig, no. any kind of Daniel denou- or falling action there between them. Nope. We just go instantly back to the mansion where Simon shows up, and she goes, "Yeah, to raider." And that's the end. Yeah. Hey. Sweet, that's all we have time for. And they gave her guns again they to gave fight her guns that again.
1: fucking bulletproof robot. The bulletproof so, robot. That yeah. He,
0: yeah. So, uh, hey, until next time, let us know what you thought of the original Tomb Raider movies. Do you like them better than the new one? What do you think of the new one? Who do you think is a better Lara Croft? Which one's uh, your favorite? Tomb Raider universe. Is and this movie better or worse than Pixels? Please, please let yes. us know. Jesse, where can they find you? You can, you can find next me on time. Twitter and Instagram at Too
1: Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Prom Losers. You can
0: find me at The Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, my wife and I, we have a little parenting podcast called Parents vs. Baby at Parents vs. Baby. We got our podcast up there and we have a couple sketches. So uh check it out. And until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure?
1: From producers Maria Menudo, Kevin Undergara, Phil Vitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.